Throne Room Breakdown is brought to you by Game Time, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Did you know King's ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? Game Time tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, then shows you all the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the Game Time app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. There are in-app panoramic seat view photos from every section. So head to the App Store or Play Store now to download Game Time and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. Man, I can shoot the ball. I know I can shoot the ball. I'm not worried about what anybody says. Like, I'm a dog on the court. That's how I play. They play fast. They have three-point shooting. They're young. They're versatile. And that's how I want to play. That's how I think the game should be played. You know, this team is on the rise. The city's on the rise. Oh, that's, that's exciting. You know, I'm getting chills talking about it. You are listening to Throne Room Breakdown with Jason Jones and Kenny Carraway, only on the Athletic Podcast Network. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Jason Jones. This is a very somber Kenny Carraway on this Tuesday. I had a bad Monday. All right, Niners fan and De'Aaron Fox had a bad Monday, Jason. I know. Well, I enjoyed the Niners game immensely. I bet. Russell Russell was still your daddy. (laughs) You know, he's nothing left to do. But Jimmy Jimmy G did all he could to try to give that game away between him throwing the ball to defenders, the receivers not catching the ball, and the offensive line being clearly afraid of Jadavion Clowney. Uh, it was a great game for me. That was the first time I, I see Clowney like that since South Carolina, bro. And he just it's just happened to cho- choose that night to just take it back to South Carolina against Michigan when he popped on boy's helmet off. He was on one, and I I enjoyed every minute of it because I know a lot of Niner fans who had gotten way, you know, weren't, who weren't humble. You know, they just wouldn't they just wouldn't be chill and enjoy it. They had to remind all of us the quest for six was back and you know, it is. We it got still five is. rings. It's still and we still a bunch of stuff no one outside of the little Niner County Empire, wherever you go <laughs> call yourself, Niner Gang, whatever you want to Niner Gang. No one else cares. No one else cares. No one else well, cares. Let me tell you this, Jason. And I yo, let me tell you this. I have been very um and we'll get to basketball in a second. I don't know that's why you guys came here, but this is important business that needs to be taken care of right now. I've been very, you know, complimentary of the Raiders. I've talked to you, Jason. I'm like, hey, look, at you. I see you guys doing work. I see you doing work. Well, you know, Jason, you and a couple other Raider fans that I know came out of the woodworks last night. And let me tell you this right now. Go Andy Dalton. All right. Go my man, uh, Sam Darnold. Do your work. All right, and Pat Mahomes put these Raider boys away in two weeks. Because now I'm not so friendly no more, Jason. I'm not friendly no more. Well, first off, Andy Dalton doesn't even start anymore. So there's well, that. I haven't watched the Bengals in, since week two. <laughs> since week two, so I wouldn't know. Ed, leave us alone. We, <laughs> we thought we was going to win five games all season. Leave us alone. And it's ain't a, See, you're not a bad Niner fan. There are bad Niner fans who earned what they got last night. And here's the thing. Y'all better hope the Seahawks win again because lose again because we all know the Niners aren't winning in Seattle. We, that's Look, they, the, the Seahawks are definitely losing again. The Seahawks aren't that good. They're not that good. I wasn't impressed. We, well, they, were, they, were, they were that good last night. They, they were that good they're last solid. Night. I'll tell you this. They're, they're very solid, right? But they're not that. They're not world beaters. They were, a, they were a cup. They were a bad strip. I mean, an interception in overtime. I mean, Seattle was moving the ball on them. I'm going to tell you like this, Jason. And I, I'm not going to make no excuses. We lost. Seattle won. That's just what it is. Injuries happen or whatever the case may be. But if it wasn't for that Emmanuel Sanders rib, 
would have been a that would have been a twenty one point win by the night. They was cooking with Sanders in there, man. And then when you left you you left with Jimmy with Pettis, like I was telling my man B before we got started, I like Jimmy. I'm not a Jimmy truther to think that he's like Tom Brady where he can turn water into wine. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't take like nobodies and turn them into pro bowlers. That's not him. But you put talent around him and he cooks. And they took that talent away. And then that was, we got what we got. Even when, even then, he was putting the ball on people's hands and they was just dropping it. Bourne dropped the ball at the five-yard line. Are you done crying? No, I'm not. <laughs> Are you done? I mean, you know. That done? one felt, that, that yeah. last night, that didn't feel like a week then, nine and game. And then you guys came with the fake doctored he said tails and not Yo, fam, I, I don't know what you're oh talking about, God. Jason. Th- he it's said tails. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. This is this is literally uh, what was uh, y'all should stop. What was the it's what was the thing a couple years ago? They had the blue dress and the black dress, and then they had the other one with the voice, where people were hearing two different things. That's exactly what this head and tails thing is. He said tails. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for an entire fan base. Look, we to, to we still that. here. Eight, it's we still here. Eight and one. It's nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's it's absolutely nothing. You know, I, I I'm talking. You know, maybe go get AB. Maybe get Des because I I don't trust these boys at the wide receiver position. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, make these moves, make these money moves, and and the goal is still clear. The goal is still clear. We're trying to get to Miami, baby. Y'all play the y'all play the Dolphins this season. This year? No, 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 no. We we talking about the see, see. This is what happens when you when you win championships, Jason. You think you you're always thinking big picture. You're not thinking on what's on your schedule. You know, I know that's what the Raiders did because they don't ever go past their schedule. So you think about what you, sound like a you, you, you think about what's on your schedule. We think about destination cities. You know what I'm saying? Super Bowl is a destination for us. You know what I mean? Y'all can vacation there because y'all ain't <laughs> won a championship since I was in high school. So yeah, congratulations. You know, on you know these dreams. You know you have because. Uh, it's been a rough day for you, yeah, but yeah. now that we can get talk a little Kings, now we've allowed you to vent. Yeah, I have dreams you know, of seeing De'Aaron Fox on the court, and that's all they are right now is dreams. News came out yesterday. De'Aaron Fox sprained his ankle at the end of practice uh, Monday and suffered a grade three sprain. He'll be reevaluated in three to four weeks, and the key word is that is reevaluated. I think people saw three to four and said, oh, he's out three to four. No, they're going to check him out in three to four weeks. He could be out longer. They're not going to rush him back with this. So just what does this do to the Kings just for the season? The you know, long term, short term, two starters out. And they, you know, essentially at the minimum for the next three weeks together, because we don't know when Marvin's going to be back. Now, what do you think about this this predicament they're in, the situation, and man, how this rough start just keeps getting worse. First of all, this is the exact reason Allen Iverson did not practice. Okay, he tried to warn us. He tried to warn us about practice, and we just laughed at him. This is the exact reason why he did not practice. All right, you don't need nothing like this going on. But seriously, it's it's a major blow. I thought the Marvin Bagley injury was was a huge blow in itself because um, I just didn't feel like this team was at the place where if one of their top three players goes down, that they would be able to hold the fort. But you know they've done some things since then, and they were starting to get in the in in the right direction. But now losing De'Aaron Fox, oh man, that's a that's a huge body blow. That is a huge body blow because um, we've talked about it numerous times on this podcast. This team goes as De'Aaron goes, and he he was the guy that set the tone for what they wanted to do offensively and defensively, and just their approach to the game that particular night. And now you've got to find somebody that that that's able to to carry that load um for better or for worse 
And, you know, you look around and is it is it Buddy? Is it Bogey? To be honest with you, I haven't seen it from either one of those guys to feel like they can lead a team or carry a team. You know, maybe they haven't been put in that position. And, you know, they were just waiting for the right time to show those leadership skills. And it's no knock on them. I just don't think that's their role on a basketball team. But now, you know, you know, I'm not really in the next man up. I mean, there's the man in front is a man for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly, you know what I'm saying? It's not exactly. like, oh, well, next man up. Like, well, the guy was a starter for a reason. He was your 30 minute a guy, 30 minute a game guy for a reason. So, you know, yeah, Farrell and, and, and Corey Joseph, they, you know, they can do something. But now you're asking people to play outside of their role and outside of the, where they're they're supposed to be on the team. So. Uh, this is a tough one, Jason. This is this is a tough blow for for a team that was already struggling to stay above water. Yeah, and I think when you when they lost Marvin, you still had enough big guys where they they weren't Marvin, but you can you know you could stay afloat to a degree. You know, Bealisa can shoot, so at least he has something that he gives you that maybe Marvin didn't give you. You could go small and play Harrison Barnes or Aretha at some four. They can't replicate, duplicate anything that De'Aaron gives them with anybody they have. And that's not a knock on the other guys. It's just De'Aaron is a, a unique talent. His speed, the way he, that whole system they have was designed to try to take advantage of him. And you don't have another guy who can do the things that De'Aaron does. You don't want to slow the game down now or completely get away from your identity. But, you know, Yogi, I like Yogi Ferrell. I think he'll he'll do fine filling in, helping out. Corey Joseph is just a different kind of player than De'Aaron is. You know, Bogey can can help facilitate. They've asked Buddy to help with that earlier in the season as far as bringing the ball up, getting the team in the actions and things. But you can't duplicate De'Aaron. So they're going to have to figure out, you know, come together a little bit more and figure some stuff out because now you you went from a month ago talking about we want to be in the playoffs. We've got this goal. And now let's can they just hold it together? Yeah, I and and. You know, I'm as optimistic as, as anybody out there, even through own three, own four, own five. I was like, well, just win this one and it'll get you back on track. Da, 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 da. Like I said, this is a tough one. This is a real tough one because, like you mentioned, the things that De'Aaron brings to the table, they have nobody to replicate that. You know what I mean? I mean, 18.7 assists a game, that's a lot to, to fill in for, especially when you're talking about a guy in Corey Joseph who who's – Never been any more than a backup in his NBA career. Yogi Ferrell, who I like Yogi, but now you're talking about defensive deficiencies. And once again, now you're going to ask Buddy to do more. And I feel like Buddy was kind of struggling already with the pressures warranted or not being placed on him coming into this season as far as being, you know, justifying the contract and justifying, you know, the things that took place in the preseason. I think he was struggling with that already. Now you're going to ask him to do more. Bogdan, maybe he can do more. You know, a lot of uh, there was talk and and I don't know how legitimate it was, but talk about him wanting to be a starter and not being happy with the role or not. Not that he wasn't happy, but he sees himself, you know, as a as an NBA starter type talent. Okay, maybe you get an opportunity now with the minutes that you're going to get and let's see if he can step up to the plate. But um, even then, it's a different type of game. It's a different type of pace. The Aaron going down is it's it's a big blow. And like you said, we're looking at possibly three weeks without Darren and Marvin Bagley. So 
that's that's a tough blow, man. I'm I'm kind of in a in a loss for solutions right now. You know, typically I'm like, okay, well let's figure this out. I'm gonna need a little bit more than uh, twelve hours to figure this one out. And the thing is, one of the keys to last season was that De'Aaron only missed one game, and that was because they rested him a game because they kind of thought he was getting worn down. You know, what do you do? How do you adjust? I mean, everyone has injuries in the league, and the last season the Kings were really fortunate. Outside of Marvin, no one really got hurt, so they were pretty much together, and that's. That's really an anomaly in the NBA to have really of all your guys, only one guy missed any real time. And Marvin's things were kind of fluke things. But to, to have Marvin and De'Aaron out together, those are also probably your two best athletes. So that just takes away a lot from what the Kings want to be and you know what they can do. But, hey, it's the NBA. Portland Trailblazers won't feel sorry for them considering how they've played over the last Not week or so. All. So they're like, yeah, better, this is better figure something they're out. Like, this is a lick right now. We about to we about to pounce on this real quick. He's heating up. Ever wonder how to get the hottest new sneakers, the ones that barely hit the shelves? The answer is StockX, a revolutionary new marketplace for buying and selling 100% authentic sneakers, streetwear, watches, and handbags. Take it from me, I wear a size 14 shoe. Whenever the hottest shoes come out, I rarely can get them at the store, or there's probably somebody in the NBA or the NFL who's buying that shoe before I get to it. But I can go to StockX and find all the shoes I want, all the ones that are even from years ago I couldn't find, like the uh, Space Jam Jordan Retro 11s that I found on StockX. It's a great site, everything you could ever want when it comes to your shoes, handbags, watches, whatever. StockX is going to have it for you. Want in on all the hype? Check out StockX.com slash bball for a surprise offer that won't be around long. That's StockX.com slash bball. Check it out today. He's on fire! Now, here's the other thing, Jason, that was circulating pretty much immediately when the news fell. And I want to talk about it because I don't know if I'm for it, but I'm not completely against it. Kyle Guy. Now, from what I see from Kyle Guy, first of all, I think Kyle Guy can play. Like he can hoop for real. Like I, I'm, I was very um, impressed with what I saw in summer league, the G League games. He looks like talent wise, he is probably a step above the G League. Like he he shoots and moves very fluidly in the G League and very easily, right? But the thing with him is, he doesn't have a position in the NBA. He, he's not really quick enough and strong enough to guard a Dame Lillard. You know what I'm saying on a on a nightly basis, or a or a quick enough to stay with a Kimball Walker or something of that nature. Do you see a scenario where maybe they bring up Kyle Guy and try and use him? I know they got Corey and Yogi, but try and steal some minutes with Kyle Guy, bring him up a little quicker. Do they stick with the plan and keep him in the, in the G League for now? I think they keep him down in Stockton for now. I just think it's because you do have two other guards. I don't think you want to burn his uh, eligibility days with the Kings as an emergency option at point when you can go Corey, Yogi, use Bogey and some other guys there as opposed I don't think you throw Kyle Guy into that situation. I think it would be unfair to him to ask him to go from playing for the Stockton Kings. Like, yeah, by the way, we might need you for 15 minutes a night right. this week. I agree. And I think a lot of the times when you talk about those two-way guys, if you're going to have them up with the team, you want to have them in a position to contribute and succeed. Mm -hmm. I don't want to I wouldn't put Kyle Guy out there who probably not – never mind the quick – I don't know if he's, he's even strong enough I yet. I don't think so. To play <laughs> I don't against think NBA so guys. Uh, you don't want to bring him up so he can just go out there and get abused. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, okay, self-esteem crushed. Yeah, that was rough. You just you just saw Dame Lillard 
you know, that Avery Bradley locked you up for like 10 minutes the next night. And then guess what? Here comes Kimba. You know, you don't do that. You don't do that to him. You know, you go ahead and let him get his, you know, his strength. Because the one thing he needs is to play. And you, you just be bringing him up to maybe play. I think he needs to play. So I, I like the idea of keeping him in Stockton. But the Kings, you know, who knows? They, they tend to disagree with me. So, <laughs> but I would, I would still be surprised if they go that route. I think your ball handlers become Corey, Bogey, and Yogi. Right. So it's not like a like a comedy troupe, but, <laughs> but I, I think that's how I think that's where you go. Now. Yeah. With that being said, rough week coming up. You know, nothing. Not just a rough week. It's a rough stretch if you're looking at not having De'Aaron and Marvin. You got you know Portland tonight. You got the Lakers. You got Boston. You got Phoenix, and you got a road trip mm, coming up. Man, they're gonna have to, uh, as my I like to say, they're gonna have to pull a rabbit out of the hat to come out of this one above water. And like I said, I, maybe they can. The one person that I'm kind of looking at right now is Bogdan Bogdanovich. I think that he's not that Buddy doesn't have the talent to do it, but like I said, I kind of want to keep Buddy where he's at. I don't want. I don't right now. He probably thinks he needs to average twenty points a game. I don't want it to be like, all right, buddy, we need you to average twenty-seven in this stretch because then that's just going to lead to bad shots, and I don't want that, right? So I want Buddy to kind of stay in the mindset that he's at. If I need somebody to really elevate, I'm looking for for Bogdan, and I'm looking at Bogdan getting twenty-four minutes a game, twelve points a game, three assists. I'm like, all right, Bogdan, Bogey, can we move that up to about fifteen or sixteen, and maybe five assists a game? You know what I'm saying? And, and extended minutes or whatever the case. Can you do that? You're, you're in a, a, an all-world player. You know, you've carried the loan, the load, granted, in a, in a weaker league, but you carried the load for a team before, handling the ball, being a creator and things of that nature. Can you step up to that level on this level for, for a few weeks? I'm not asking you to do it for the whole year, but can you do it for a few weeks? And I'm not sure. I, I have a feeling that I think he can produce more than what he has right now but i haven't seen it so i'm not exactly sure and this is a crazy stretch like you like you talked about it's a crazy stretch to to just kind of throw him into the fire and be like all right i need you to up that production now you know what i'm saying like we need it tonight and for the next two weeks so i mean who who do you being completely optimistic right now who do you look at is it is a bogey that you kind of say all right we need elevated play from you at this point I think it's him. I think it's Buddy. I think it's also Harrison Barnes. Say, you know what, this happens. Here's how we navigate it. You know, and, and I I like the way how aggressive Harrison had been lately offensively. They're going to need more of that. They're going to need him to just kind of be that stabilizing force out there. Because you look at that lineup, the one thing now you do have is you look at the starters. You got you would have if, if it's Corey out there with Harrison. You got two guys who have been on NBA championship teams. So that means they've seen adversity. They've seen how you have to kind of manage things. And good teams figure these stretches out. And I don't know, you know, the, the Kings aren't a top four team in the, in the NBA. So I'm not going to put that pressure on them. Like, you guys got to, you know, be above 500 right now. I mean, you're asking a lot. But this is a chance for some guys to grow up. I mean, if you're, if you're a bogey and you think you're worth more than the $51 million the Kings can offer you now, now you show it. If you're Buddy, you show it. If they're better during the stretch, when you get Marvin and De'Aaron back, everyone's better. I always say in the NBA, usually it's because someone gets hurt or they mess up. You know, 
they pull a Dion Waiters oh, or something crazy. Oh but <laughs> your, your opportunity will come. Right. You know, and whatever the person ahead of you did to give you that opportunity, you got to take advantage of it. So now it's time to see what those players can do. And also to see what Luke Walton does with this. How, you know, what does he, how creative does he get with this? Uh, you know, uh, you should be familiar with injuries. Last season with the Lakers, everybody was hurt at one point. He's got to stay with whatever it is. He's trying to implore them to do, teach and build on it. And let's see what, let's see what, what we can get from this. Yeah, good call. Now, on the Fox side of this whole thing, you like you talked about, he's going to be reevaluating in about three to four weeks. Now, I know everybody has their sprained ankle stories. You know, everybody uh, is a sprained ankle expert. And I'm going to talk I'm going to talk as a sprained ankle expert right now. OK, I'm going to do I'm going to do my due diligence. You know, dealt with sprained ankles a lot when I was playing and then in college had a really bad one, like really bad to the point where. I've never broken anything or heard a pop, so I don't know if it's the same thing as when you hear a pop where you tear a ligament or break a bone or something like that, but I rolled in and I felt like I heard a pop. I was like, oh my goodness. I continued to play on it, right, because it was like playoffs or conference tournament time or whatever. To be honest with you, I didn't feel right on that ankle for like a year and a half just because I didn't let it rest properly. So obviously, he's not going to play on it right now. But you've got to, you know, people hear a sprained ankle and they're like, really, you can't get out there and, and after two weeks or anything? This is something where if you don't take care of it the right way and let it heal the right way, it can linger for a long, long time. So, you know, I, I see that three week period and, you know, I could see them being super cautious. And if it says three to four weeks, maybe holding them out, you know, a fourth or fifth week, you know, to make sure he's got all the strength on that. So, you know, I, I, I used to cover football I've heard a grade three sprain is in football, and I can't remember who the player was. I think it was a running back, and they said essentially you hear a pop on that type, and it feels like your leg is broken. Mm, yeah, yeah. When it happened to me, they, I didn't I want mean, to look and down. It, and it, like it, I was like, I don't yeah, want to look at some, it because I thought something yeah. more had happened. Yeah. And as someone told me yesterday, they said, "Trust me, this is a pretty bad one. It's not like oh he rolled his ankle, throw some tape on it, and get." They said, "This is a bad one." So I mean, you know, it's up to the, they gotta they gotta you know stay afloat. So. I guess we can look looking ahead. Mm. I know this is, I'm trying, you know, you know, I'm Mr. Here. It is what it is, but this is a tough one. Yeah. This is a tough yeah. one for them to deal with. And we just got to see what they, you know, what they can do with this. So I guess before we get out of here, I just want to get your opinion on this. What should be not, not even so much as wins and losses, because we don't know exactly how long everyone's out, but what should be their goals as a team outside of wins and losses? Like who should, what, should, what are you looking for from the group while this is going on? What can they still work on even without De'Aaron? I'm looking at elevated play from individuals like we talked about numerous times here with Bogdan and, and Buddy. And I thought that was a good point you brought up, Harrison. I want to see, you know, we talk about him being the, the professional in the locker room and being, you know, a, a guy that, you know, kind of maybe leads by example. I want to see him step up leadership-wise in in a role of like, all right, kind of galvanizing these guys or something like that. Everybody's got to kind of step out of their comfort zone a little bit to to make up um, for what they're losing with De'Aaron on and off the court. But I want to see guys like we talked about before, Harry Giles coming in and, and taking, you know, this opportunity to, you know, step up as a leader and step up production wise to take advantage of that. A guy, you know, like Yogi Ferrell, who's been buried on the bench to we talk about all the time as an opportunity now, 
you know, to, to step in and make some things happen. This sound this probably sounds crazy to you, Jason. But I'm looking at a situation where maybe, maybe a guy like Justin James gets an opportunity to steal two or three minutes to give one of these guys a blow or something like that. And he takes advantage of that time as well. So I'm really looking for guys to step up. Does that equal wins necessarily? I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. It could be, you know, some more of those moral victories that we're talking about. But I want to see these guys compete, galvanize with each other, and hold down the fort till those two guys come back and and give – Give give um, the season. Make sure the season still has some life when when Bagley and Fox come back. You know, what I mean, if if those two come back and it's you know they're they've got they're seven eight games out of the eighth spot or something like that. That's going to be pretty tough. But if they can keep their head above water and you know maybe be three four games away, like I like I talked about before, these other guys are coming back to you. You know what I'm saying? Even with the bad start they've had, the Mavericks, the Timberwolves, you know, these guys are coming back to you. If you can keep your head above water for this time being and and until Fox and Bagley come back, that's kind of what I'm looking for. Just hold it down, man. Get that get that water out the boat, man. Tread water, man, so you can uh so you can you, you can keep the season alive. For me it's a couple of things. One on offense and with no De'Aaron Fox does not mean you stop moving the ball and players don't stop moving. I don't want to see guys decide, okay, hey, 18 and 7 are out the lineup. It's my turn to prove that I can get 18 and 7. And we got to watch what I call bad bogey or bad buddy. Watch them dribble the clock out and try to attack the defense by themselves. They got to probably work more as a team now. Keep the ball moving, keep the players moving, pick and roll, whatever you want to run, but keep the, keep the offense alive. Don't get stagnant on offense. And defensively, there's no reason not to play defense still. Uh, no De'Aaron should not affect your effort on that. If anything, it should make it better because you realize, hey, we're down a man. They should be – you should, you know, you may not be as good without having him, but the effort shouldn't wane. And you can still become a better defensive team just in terms of your concepts, execution, and all that, even without De'Aaron. So those are the two things I'm going to look for over the next – oh, it's going to be a long – long three four five weeks Man, tell me because yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm back to my days of, of you know looking for the silver lining and every like you know well this is going to be a rough one i mean they're undermanned and i'm not going to hate on them for being undermanned they're right out two starters and there's not many teams in this league who can withstand losing two starters arguably you know your best player arguably if you want to say De'Aaron's the best player and marvin's you know what your top in your top four yeah, so I mean, not many teams can withstand that. So I mean, I'm not going to hate on them if they're struggling, but the effort still should be there. Right, definitely. And, it, and it, like you, you made the point earlier, and I agree. This is, it's a good opportunity for Luke Walton. All right, to to show what he can do as far as galvanizing a, a group of men, and also when you don't necessarily have that guy to break down a defense by himself and get to the bucket at any time. Now you got to kind of scheme, you know, I, I know they don't run a ton of plays in the NBA. It's not like uh, high school or college or something like that, but you're going to have to get your guys open and get them good looks on the way you scheme and, you know, diagramming different plays and things of that nature. So I, I want this is, a, this is a big challenge for Luke. It's definitely a big challenge for Luke. And it's going to be a big challenge for everyone, a challenge for us to watch some nights, depending <laughs> on how things are looking. <laughs> but, I, you know, I like this group of guys. I think they'll compete. I hope they'll compete. You know, you know, I hope they'll compete hard and 
try to go out there. You know, I don't question like their integrity. I don't think they're going to try to throw the season. I don't think they want to hear about James Wiseman or anybody else either. Because I always tell people when people start saying, hey, oh, we can tank now. Like, you think them guys in there want to lose their job to some kid in college? Oh, man. That's crazy talk. Guys are going to realize, hey, if this thing goes off the rails, all of us could be looking at our replacement down in Memphis or North Carolina or Duke or somewhere. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's going to be starting tonight. We're going to see what they're made of, you know, and just kind of see if maybe maybe tonight will be the game where everyone's amped because they're like, it just happened. You know, maybe you, you come out and you steal a game now and that gives you a little confidence. Yeah, so, I would love that. We'll see. I, w- I would love for that to happen. But even if that happens, I don't want that to be like uh, the time when they traded DeMarcus. Remember the next game, they like beat the crap out of Denver. Willie Collison had like 27 points and and 10 mm-hmm. rebounds, and then like they lost the next eight games. So <laughs> yeah. I definitely wouldn't want The big picture does matter. You know, we're not going, you can't put too much into this to, to one game. But I guess before we get out of here, on the bright side, they aren't the New York Knicks. <sighs> the New York Knicks. Jeez, Steve so, Mills, mean, what are you we, doing? You know, it, it could be worse. It definitely so, could be hey, worse. Definitely. You know, so on that note, like I said, I like Scott Perry and those guys out there. I feel bad for them sometimes because I'm a man, but, you know, let's not end it on a horribly <laughs> negative note, you know. Let's try to be positive, you know, so we won't mention any NFL teams let's or not. like that. Let's not. All right, let's so, not. <laughs> NFL, yeah, what's so that? I'm not even call. wait. I didn't. Even, you know how it is after a loss. I ain't watching no sports center. I I don't even know what happened. I don't know what's going on in the world of sports. You know what I'm saying? Outside of this near and Fox thing, because I yeah, I'm watching uh Ghost Brothers. You know, with, with, with wifey. You know what I'm saying? We're watching Ghost Brothers or Paranormal Activity or something like that, caught on camera. And we ain't watching no sports for the week. You know what I mean? I'll ke- I'll check back in. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I haven't watched baseball since Clayton Kershaw's second home run. In the, Ooh, in the, that was a bomb. I haven't watched baseball since. That was a bomb. Yeah, so, so I haven't. Yeah, I haven't watched it since. So, <sighs> on that note, before I start crying, this is <laughs> <laughs> this is Jason Jones, y'all. This is Kenny Caraway. Remember, we want to leave on a positive. The Aaron Fox will be back. Okay, he will be back. He's not gone. He'll yeah. be back. Yeah, folks, to keep your heads up now. Channel your inner Tupac. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. All right, take care, y'all. Catch y'all on Friday from from Los Angeles. Boo, holla. <laughs> <laughs> take care. <laughs>